0: What is the biggest obstacle in your relationship with God? The biggest obstacle in your relationship with God. I ask that question quite often and you know what's the most popular answer? What is the biggest obstacle to your relationship with God? Father, I need more faith. Father, I want to... I struggle like to, to believe. I need some kind of way to believe more. Increase our faith. Have you ever thought that? Don't raise your hand. You ever pray, Lord, I need more faith. Lord, Increase faith. If you have, you're not alone. The most popular answer to what is the biggest obstacle in your relationship with God is, hey, I need more faith. 2,000 years ago, the apostles said to Jesus, the disciples said to Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. And since then, people have been making the same request. Just a few hundred years after the disciples asked to ask Jesus to increase their faith, there was, a, uh, there was a Christian teacher, a holy man named Origen. I know he's got a funny name, but people in the old days had funny names, right? Like Budro and Thibodeau. Uh. So Origen, he was an ancient Christian teacher and a holy man. And uh, somebody named Gregory came to Origen and said, Tell me about being a Christian. T- tell me... Tell me about the faith. Y'all are new around here. Christianity has just been around for 200 years. and Tell me about this. And Origen said to him, If you want to know about faith, if you want to know about Catholicism, come and live it. Come and live the way that we live there was another saint somebody came up to him and said hey i'm struggling i want to live the faith or or i want to know the faith or i need more faith or like what do i do and the saint told him said give to the poor finally just a few hundred years ago there was a, a man named Blaise pascal And Blaise Pascal, he was a philosopher, he was a mathematician, and he was devoted to Jesus. And he said, look, either God exists or he doesn't. If God exists, faith in God is the most important thing that there could possibly be. Because the only way God can exist is if God is the creator and sustainer of the universe. And if God sustains the universe, it means that only in God do I have life. And and we all want life. And if God doesn't exist, well, well, that's, that's just the worst thing that could be. Because that means there is no meaning and there is no life. But he said, Blaise Pascal said, look, some of you, you might struggle with, well, should I believe in God? Well, is my faith deep enough? Well, do, does God really exist? And, and Blaise Pascal, he said, look, some of you, like some of us, like actually, legitimately, just struggle with that. And for some of us, it's easier to believe. And for others of us, it's hard to believe. And so Blaise Pascal said, look, if, if it's harder for you to believe, do this. Take some time and act as if God exists. Take some time, if it is hard for you to believe, and act as if God exists. We can say it like this. So come to math. So every day, open your Bible and read the Word of God. Make your act of contrition and confess your sins. Apologize to those you have hurt. If you've committed a mortal sin, come to confession to be reunited with Jesus and His church. Love your neighbor. Be kind to those around you. Maybe every once in a while, once a week or every other week or so, come to daily Mass come sit in church in front of the Blessed Sacrament. If you struggle to believe that God exists, if you struggle to believe that God is loving, if you struggle to believe that God cares for you, or that God is provident, or that God is all-powerful, if you struggle like so many people do, then act like it. And I guarantee you, guarantee, doesn't work, I'll give you all your money back if you begin to act like a Christian, you will come to believe. Guaranteed. So what do we mean when we say increase our faith? You say it, I say it, the the disciples said it. I think a lot of people mean Deepen my faith. And that's, that's good. We want, a, we want a deep faith. We want to be rooted deeply in the mystery of God. But here's the thing. Imagine a plant. Everybody? Everybody's imagining a plant? It might be a tree. It might be a flower. I don't care what kind of plant it is. Imagine a plant. And imagine that that plant had only one root. And it went straight down. And it went down, 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 down. And that one root of that one plant was very, very deep. But there was only one root. Now imagine that somebody comes along and sees that plant. And it might be a little tree. Or it might be a flower. Or it might be, I don't know what it is. But somebody comes along, that plant that you're imagining, with one root that goes straight, 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 straight down. And tries to pull it up. You know how easy that would be? Just because there's only one root. It goes straight down, comes right out. Now imagine a different plant. This plant is planted in the ground, and its roots do begin to go down, but they go out. They go wide. And they go wider and wider and wider. And you got roots over here. And you got roots over here. And the roots are all over the place. They're in the ground. They're deep enough. But they're wide. Now imagine the same person comes and go, walks up to that plant with a wide root system. And, and, and she tries to pick it up and tries to pull it out. Doesn't work. The roots have too much of a hole. The roots are too wild. A lot of times we think that Father, I go to pray and I read my Bible for five minutes, and nothing, nothing happens. Like I'm not taken off into a mystical vision. I come to mass, and sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm entering into heaven. Even though we do enter into heaven at mass, I, I'm in a state of grace, so I receive communion, and it doesn't feel like God is coming into my body. Even though God is coming into my body, and 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 I do, you know, I try. And like one time, I'll open the Bible, and it doesn't speak to me. Or a few times, I come to mass, and like I don't have an emotion. And I, I I want a deeper faith, and I, I want to get like into it. And those are all good desires. But if, if, if we judge our faith based upon the emotions that we have when we do holy things, our faith is just going to be able to be pulled up and thrown away. But if we let our faith influence every aspect of our lives, if we let our faith go wide, then it will get deep. It will get deep over time. Because nobody will be able to pull it up. If we try to make our faith go deep immediately, it won't work, we'll get discouraged, and we'll lose faith. But if we allow our faith to go wide, Today, I'm going to start reading the Bible every day. Next week or next month, I'm going to start trying once a week to go to daily mass. Two or three months from now, I'm going to start getting together with a few friends. And maybe we'll read the Bible together or maybe we'll watch some videos together or some kind of way. We're just going to grow in the faith together. Because I want my faith to be wild. Because I want my faith to permeate every aspect of my life. That is the secret of the mustard seed. Jesus says that your faith be like a mustard seed, or if your faith were the size of a mustard seed. A mustard seed is tiny. Tiny, tiny seed. But the mustard plant, when it grows, it spreads its roots wider and wider and wider. The mustard plant is not a very impressive plant. It's not like a giant tree or a gorgeous rose or this this amazingly beautiful piece of foliage. No, it's pretty simple. It's wide and wide and wide, and it's thick and it's thick and it's thick. And as the mustard plant grows, first living things, small, tiny living things, begin to come under the leaves and in the shade of the mustard plant. And then little animals, like like maybe like rabbits and things like that, come and they make their burrows in the mustard plant. And pretty soon, from this tiny little seed that spread its roots wider and wider and wider, there's a whole ecosystem. There's life as our, as our faith takes on every aspect of our life. So widen your faith. For the next three weeks, we're going to talk about three different ways to widen your faith. How do I do it? How do I let the Lord take over my life? How do I become like that mustard plant? How do I let Jesus increase my faith? That's the next three weeks. But for this week, I encourage you with this. Just do something. Pick one thing to do this week. To let the Lord take over just one more aspect of your life. Lord, increase our faith. Lord, widen our faith. Amen.